You're listening to Conversations with Cal, the official podcast of the Sydney Swans. You got a smirk on your face there, Liz, when you heard the <laughs> intro. <laughs> I didn't think you'd actually do that. I thought it was just when we listened to it. That there it on. is. You're talking. Not that hard, is it? Uh, it's a bit hard. Anyway, uh, welcome back to episode eight, I think it is, of the podcast. Uh, I think you've heard his voice, Nick Blakey. Thanks for coming on the program, man. No worries. Thanks for finally having me. Now, uh, we've had a bit of a... We're running a bit behind the eight ball here. We've had a chat to our media manager, Loretta. We're supposed to have Davo on uh, as uh, as our podcast co-host. He, unfortunately, can't make it. He's watching highlights at home of that semi-final in 2005. Coxie lied to me and said he didn't want to come on the podcast because he he didn't want to bag you too much. That's actually a quote. Fair enough. Fair enough. And uh, Maka said he has a meeting which is a blatant lie because I've went down to his office before and he's having a South Downing sandwich. But anyway. Very popular. Everyone wants to be on board, I hear that. <laughs> exactly right. Mate, it's just me and you today, mate. But anyway, how, how are you going, actually? You're flying on the truck at the moment. Uh, oh, body's feeling good. Um, yeah, put a good block together before before Christmas and um, was confident in the work I've done. And now, um, yeah, body's feeling good and games have st- Started to finally play. Unreal, mate. We'll, we'll touch on uh, you a little bit shortly, but why don't we get stuck into news of the week? So uh, help me out here where you can, mate. So the first ever QBE Sydney Swans Academy top-end female teams took the field on the weekend. Uh, the under-17s and under-19s girl, uh, girl sides both recorded historic victories over the Giants on Sunday afternoon at Homebush. Uh, the under-19s... Um, Defeated the Giants 10-7-67 to the Giants 7-5-47. Four goals to Doyle, three to Jarrett. Uh, best on ground was Doyle, Sergeant Wilson, Heads, Hendry, Jarrett, Morris and Beasley. Some pretty uh, pretty impressive uh, goal scorers there, Doyle and Jarrett. And the under-17s absolutely pumped the Giants. Stick that up, yeah, you know, GWS. So <laughs> 11-8-74, 5-8-38. Goals to Brown, Gibbons and Purtis. They all kicked two goals apiece. And best on ground was Turner Funk. Johnston, Mason, and Wolf, mate. You've actually got a pretty handy uh, sister with a pretty good athletics career. Any chance of uh, converting converting her to AFL? Uh, well, funny story. She, yeah, Molly, my sister, was a runner um, when she was a bit younger, and then she's still running though, isn't she? Yeah, not not as competitively as what yeah. she used to. Um, anyway, long story short, a few years ago, she decided she wanted to start playing footy. Right. And told me and dad and we were like, go for it. Um, you'd think she'd be okay at it, but she <laughs> actually can't catch or kick or doesn't, yeah, has no idea. It's not so, running in the family? No, nah, it doesn't run in the family with her. But anyway, she started playing um, with Norse BFL team for a bit. Interesting. Because um, your old man obviously played, what, 300-something games in Norse? Dad yep. Yeah, dad's at North now. And um, then she realised that you actually get tackled and it hurts getting tackled, so she stopped playing after that. So. It certainly does. We had uh, we had match simulation went up again last week. Boys basically played a full game uh, with very limited rotations, and I think you would agree, Liz, it was extremely hot, particularly in that second half. Mate, who impressed uh, from your end? Uh, can you give us maybe a 3-2-1 of who you thought played really well? Uh, I thought Ollie Florent was really well, um, played real good. He obviously played a bit inside, a bit outside on the wing. Um, he just breaks the game open for us. Um, Foxy's been going real well Hasn't he? Um, yeah, he dominated again on the weekend And gives us real bounce off the half-back line And 
Um, the usuals up forward, Isaac Wilbur kicked about five goals, so mm-hmm. um, it was a good, it's a good hit out from the lads. Yeah, beautiful. All the best players, are your mates. So <laughs> <That's> <laughs> <about>. taking care <laughs> of the boys, <laughs> mate. Game highlights for me. I don't know if you saw Hayden McLean's massive snap from about fifty out. Um, didn't you know? Didn't feed the runners, but gave a massive U-turn, snapped it out. Um, but mate, in uh, reserves news, Paddy McCartan has signed with the uh, with the club's East Coast VFL squad, making himself very comfortable around Bondi. I'm hearing <laughs> there, Paddy. You spent a bit of time with him. Yeah, obviously, um, pretty close with Tommy, and um, got to know Paddy over the years. Um, with Tommy obviously being here, and now Paddy's up here and, and around Tommy, which um, those two are really close and really enjoying, and um, he seems to fit in really well and. Um, I suppose it's a bit easier once he once he's known all the boys for a bit longer. Unreal. And should the AFL bring back the curtain raiser and schedule these games ahead of senior matches? I think so. I'm pretty. Um, I'm more of a '90s footballer, to be honest. I think I'm I'm playing in the wrong era. So <laughs> I, I I love used to be able to. Like, you you remember this? Your old man would actually go to the, um would be playing, and then you'd go and watch him play, and then they'd have the reserves game on before. So you used to see kind of who was playing and who was playing well, who might get a game next week. Would you be all for that? Yeah, definitely. I think um, that'd be that'd be great if we all got to travel together. Say we played in Brisbane, then the whole squad travels together. The, the twos play before the seniors, and then um, obviously the seniors play. Which yeah, I'd be all for that. That'd be massive. Which is actually pretty familiar for us because I actually um, have really enjoyed kind of coming to the games earlier and um, and watching the reserves play. We've done that for a few years. I don't know. You, you would have seen a lot of the younger boys do that. Yeah, I used to. Um, come with dad before the seniors played and would watch the two boy, twos boys um, play. Did you watch the twos, do you? Yeah, mate, a die, really? diehard fan. Right, okay, fair enough. Interesting. <laughs> anyway, um, mate, I didn't want to bring this up in News of the Week, but, oh, I, thought we that I, but I thought that I had to. Oh, God. So, um, team meeting on... Oh, here I think we go. It was, <laughs> mate, I think it was last week we were talking about kicking efficiency, mm. maybe, and your score was a 7 out of 10. Can you maybe... Uh, and, and you were seven a bit, out of ten. You kicked you hit seven out of ten targets, and you were a bit confused as to whether, not whether, but you were confused as to why you were labelled <laughs> as a seventy percent kicking efficiency when you kicked seven out of ten. Can maybe I don't here's the opportunity. I, I here's the opportunity to clear the air. Early Monday morning, and came up, and it was on the, I don't know, on the whatever you call it, on the glass behind Coxie's office, and had a look, and wasn't really thinking, and said, "How come my kicking efficiency seventy percent?" But yeah, it was because I kicked seven out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> Drop math in your ten, so that's probably why. Yeah, right. well, maybe there's some off-field development for you, mate, going forward. But, mate, why don't we um, actually deep dive into a conversation with you, mate? That's why we're here. Uh, Nick the Lizard, Blakey, <laughs> um, gets a massive run on socials, I'm hearing. I'm not massively... Um, I don't read the comments and stuff like you boys. And read you, were, you were quite active last night. I saw your dog was licking your toes. <laughs> she was. She was. Well done. But yeah, it's not about me. Um, but mate, you, uh, you you got me there. <laughs> <laughs> she was licking my toes, uh, little Billy. But anyway, uh, <laughs> uh, the lizard uh, nickname. You enjoy it. It seems to get a massive run within the crowd now. I think there's a somewhere in the cheer squad that has got like a. a Lizard sign? Uh, yeah, it's obviously stuck now, so I can't really get rid of it. Yeah. But, um, nah, it's all right. Could be, could be a lot worse. See, my goal in uh, in life before I finished playing footy is to have everyone hold up a coat hanger whenever you get the footy. <laughs> whenever you get the footy. So it could be that. I'd be flat if that yeah. would be. But, oh, nah, the lizard's all right. 
Um, mate, just like you said at the start, mate, you're absolutely flying on the track at the moment. But what people probably don't know is that you had actually, um, a bit of an off-season surgery that you kind of had to um, manage at the earlier part of pre-season. You had a bit of a nasty shoulder injury that you were carrying at the back end of last year. Um, obviously, a little bit frustrating at the start of pre-season for you. Yeah, that was um, pretty frustrating. It was just, I don't know, we never really thought that it would need surgery, but yeah. um, it just wasn't getting better and sort of um, heaps of fluid was, was in my joints there. So um, I did a block um, pre-Christmas and then had to have surgery, which was a bit annoying, but I, I guess I, I had a base already. So um, I didn't run for about three weeks and then um, just let that heal and then I was no contact for a bit longer, but... Um, you know, fitness-wise, it didn't really set me back too much. No, mate, I think there's probably nothing worse than getting an upper limb injury because you don't just make you run laps for a no. week on uh, week in, week out. But, uh, mate, actually on your pre-season, what are the kind of your key focuses that you've um, attacked this year, mate? You've obviously been one of the stars on the track. Um, I think it was just really making it simple and um, I suppose having to think about what makes me a good player. And um, I thought it was my run, my getting handball receives, kicking inside 50, so... Um, sat down with Coxie at the start of pre-season and um, just had a real clear plan and um, what was what was going to set me up for a good year and um, I think I've been able to do that for um, most of the pre-season and, and now I'm confident and um, I guess the games have started to roll around now. Uh, yes, you have. And mate, I'm a massive fan of your old man. It's one of the saddest things coming back to pre-season <laughs> this year and not seeing your old man's bubbly personality in the corridors, particularly after a loss. That's what I used to like about your old man. He'd still be walking in. G'day, Sinks. How are you, mate? I'm like, mate, I had a shocker this week, so just back off. All right. um, but, mate, how's he, how's he going down the ruse at the ruse, mate? And also, you know, does it feel a little bit different coming back to the footy club? I know we joke about it, but in all seriousness, was it a little bit, of, um, a little bit different coming back? Uh, it was different um, early, not not so much at the footy club, but just being in Sydney. I obviously grew up in Sydney and have, have lived here for, um, oh, well, forever, basically. And the mayor of Coogee, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but to, I suppose not to have uh, mum and dad here and not be living at home and moving out of home, it was a different sort of start, but um, I've loved it and um, I've been down to Melbourne a few times and, and seen the fam, so, um, and they, they come up whenever they can, so um, it hasn't been too bad and... Um, Within, within the footy club, I suppose, there's a whole bunch of new coaches, so it's been a new feel altogether. Did you get a chance to watch your old man play as a young kid, playing for North? Uh, not, not that I can remember. Dad retired in 2002 and I was born in 2000, so... Yeah, right. Not, not really. I've seen all his clips, so... Yeah. He reckons he's all right. So you were six years old when you moved to Sydney. What, what, what has it been like, kind of, I guess, growing up for the Swans and then putting on the boots um, and uh, playing in the red and white? I do remember, I think, you... You quoted yourself when you first got drafted as. Uh, you, <laughs> you quoted yourself when you first got drafted as um, similar to Buddy Franklin. Oh, jeez. I, that, I, I think you true. are. I think you are. I think you're very talented. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, nah, it's been it's been great. Obviously, growing up, going for the Swans, and um, to now being here and um, training with and playing with the boys that um, I've been watching on TV for a while. So um, yeah, obviously, early early on it was pretty surreal, and now. Um, getting to know all the boys and they're your mates, you just feel feel at home here, that's for sure. What about your draft story, though? So your old man played for Fitzroy, um, Kangaroos, and now he obviously he's coaching here and then you obviously align with the academy because you're an absolute star. <laughs> um, but you did have, you did have the, pick of, the pick of a few clubs. Can I kind of ask you, you know, not if there was any temptation, because I know you would have, um, you absolutely uh, love the footy club, but um, they definitely would have approached you c considering that, you know, you're a first-round pick. Uh, yeah, I spoke to 
um, North and Brisbane. No, North Brisbane and the Swans were the only three clubs that I spoke to in my draft year, and um, I wanted just to make the call pretty pretty early so that I could just stop thinking about and focus on footy. And um, before my um, top age year, I sat down with the Swans and um, thought it was definitely just going to be the case that I wanted to play my football at the Swans. So I, I said that, and um, then I just told North and Brisbane that. Um, obviously anything can happen on draft night But um, if I do get to choose Then I'd like to stay in Sydney and play at the Swans And that, they were all really good with that And um, yeah, then on draft night The Swans matched the bid which was nice I wanted to actually ask you this question earlier um, Just about your old man But I've, I've, I know I've joked about it with you a few times I just would love to know how Nick Blakey and John Blakey uh, Got on at home You know <laughs> After some, you know, some rough team meetings every now and then, or even some good ones, but you know, do you sit at home watching tape together, or <laughs> what actually goes on? No, definitely not. We definitely don't watch tapes. I think we'd come to come to have a punch on if, if that was the case. But um, no, I'll, we had a double story house, and I literally went home. <laughs> Mum was downstairs. I dropped my dirty washing downstairs and went upstairs and watched TV. Dad came home. I yelled out g'day and went down for dinner, family dinner, and then. Straight, straight upstairs again, basically, and watch TV. But me and Dad, there's been no secrets about it. Me and Dad have always been really close, and I know it's pretty clear when I don't play well and when I do play well, and he doesn't, he doesn't change. That's for sure. Because there's nice. been rumours going around. There's a bit of inside information that gets uh, fed you away. You know, you campaign for you know team selection and, <laughs> and things like that. Oh, well, you got to, mate. When you can't get a kick, you got to, <laughs> you got to try everything. Um, well, uh, what has been the biggest spray the old man's ever given you? Oh, Either on or off the field. I couldn't imagine your old man ever giving a spray. He was good um, like that. I actually got many sprays from Dad. Um, I don't know, I probably did something stupid when I was a kid and he let me know about it, but none that... Definitely none footy. Dad's never really sprayed me from footy, which is which is nice. Not to your face, anyway. <laughs> yeah, behind my back, maybe. <laughs> Mate, we'll touch on a little bit off-field now. The jet ski is getting a massive <laughs> run. The jet ski is getting a massive run on social media. Although, what happened on the weekend, because on your socials, there was a car that got absolutely yeah. bogged in the... Oh, I don't know what you got, the ramp that, uh, where you unload all your jet skis and yeah, boats. Because initially, boat I... <laughs> boat ramp. <laughs> I'm not a boatsman, as you can see, mate. But um, initially, I actually thought it was your car. Because you yeah. and Belly were obviously out there together. Yeah, well, me and me and Belly both bought jet skis, and um, we went out Sunday morning for a couple of hours, and then saving came. your money well. <laughs> <laughs> nice hobby, mate. You yeah, do something. <laughs> um, and then came back Sunday Arvo, well, not Sunday Arvo, but before lunch, and there was a massive like there was just everything going on, and we were like, "What? What's going on there?" And um, anyway, drove the jet ski to try and take it out, and there was something like underwater that was just like a red and it was a it was a big red car that was underwater and it's a classic red wasn't it yeah, like it was a, a classic, classic car red ford i don't know what he was doing putting a boat in with that but um anyway long story short he left the car in gear and it rolled back and he he ended up getting winched out by um like a big a big i don't know four-wheel drive mm. but then the winch snapped so he was halfway up the boat ramp and the winch snapped and then rolled all the way back in the water so they actually had it out of the water and then snapped on it, ended back in. My question is, what what is this person doing towing a boat? Yeah, with a classic Ford. The, the, the classic Ford. I don't know. And it, he was laughing about it and, I don't know, we took us about an hour and a half to get our jet ski out. So mm. me and Bally were 
stoked with that. Yeah. And uh, how much effort goes into the actual socials yourself? So I notice every time you post something up um, on social media, <laughs> you're putting a, a rap song to it and things like that. Um, oh, not much, just whatever, whatever really comes to mind. Click music on the thing and first song. I've actually been doing the same song if you really play close close attention it's been the same song every time i've been on the jet ski so no oh, well I don't, I'll, I'll obviously don't follow you too much <laughs> mate, but, mate a couple more things before we go which we are getting wrapped up because someone needs to take uh take our meeting room Perfect. but uh the race that stops the nation you were carrying on like a pork chop when uh, mate, no your oh, your your, your, horse. your horse that obviously had a really yeah, successful that win. did stop the nation didn't it yeah it went viral couldn't believe it yeah well it came it didn't even finish the race two days ago so <laughs> <laughs> it's a sensitive subject don't talk about that a little bit inconsistent well nba and nfl fanatic as well so you got a favorite team for the nba lakers man for the nba yeah and i don't lebron um, blah 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 yeah i don't yeah. really i don't follow the i don't actually have a team for the nfl i just watch it i don't really know what's going on to be honest there yeah and, mate, your plans outside of footy, mate, other than jet skiing, what is Nick Blakey doing with himself other um, than dropping his washing off at the door and running upstairs? <laughs> well, that doesn't happen anymore because yeah, that right. me um, But, oh, not much. I'm actually not studying anything yet. I'll start studying this year and um, do some sort of building course. But, um, building? Other, yeah, do something like that, construction or carpentry. But other than that, nothing really. Hang out, hang out with the boys and... Um, do what every other 20-year-old does, I guess. Well, Nick, it's time for a new segment called Blast from the Past where we give a past player a ring on the phone to see what they're up to. Next up, by popular demand, we're going to be having a chat to Kieran Jack. Let's, uh, let's see if he answers. Hello. Come on, Kizza, give me a bit more than that, mate. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> what is this, by the way? What, uh, mate, it's a segment. Been... It's a blast from the past where we chat to old fossils who are uh, retired and have got arthritis, and we just want to check in to see how they're going. Right. So who else have you had on? Uh, we've had Nick Smith. We've had Lewis Roberts, <laughs> we've had Lewis Roberts Thompson. And uh, now you've got the bronze medal, mate. You're third. How are you feeling? Oh well, I mean, yeah, I'm wrapped. That I'm, I'm, I'm in a segment called Blast from the Past. Yeah, that's great. Thank yeah. you. Well, mate, anyway, how, how has it been since retirement? I know you're spending some time in the uh, West Australian sun, but what are you getting up to uh, since you've uh, hung up the boots? What are, are we on now? Are we? Mate, we're on. We're on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, chief, you're a professional. Always have been. Thanks. No worries, mate. Um, what have I been up to? Uh, well, I'm, I've, I've been at KPMG now for six months, which has been which has been a nice change. Mm-hmm. And um, well, I, I mean, I retired out of footy and went into the commercial team of the Swans. Worked there for eight months. Ran into COVID, which was, you know, as we know, not great. Not mm-hmm. great for football clubs. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, had an opportunity to jump across the KPMG and thought. You know, it was a, a good time to do it, and um, so yeah, working the M and A, so mergers, acquisitions, sort of in the, their business, so buying and selling of, of businesses, um, and find myself in Perth. We, my wife, as you know, thinks she's from Perth, like yourself. No, I'm um, actually from Melbourne, mate. So, but I have lived oh, in well, Perth. So, good to know that you know me that well. Well, had the best part of your career in footy career in Perth. <laughs> in the waffle. 
Um, and we just thought with the borders opening up, it was a, a time to get over here and see her family. So she, we haven't seen them for over a year. And um, yeah, just so here for the week, head back to Sydney tomorrow. Unreal, mate. And mate, I, I guess we always ask a few people um, uh, when they come on blast from the past, mate, what their career highlight was. But also I'd like to know your career low light. Um, what's, uh, are, there any, are there any funny on-field moment that you like to forget? Ah, uh, career highlights. I mean, playing playing alongside yourself, Chief, was one of them. Yeah, thank you. You know, we always knew where to read. You know, whose hand to hit uh, to read, <laughs> and it was never yours. So that was it was always consistent. So I enjoyed that. No worries, mate. Well, the um, self esteem is higher than ever. So thanks, mate. Cheers. <laughs> no, you're okay, mate. Oh, oh thanks. I mean, it's, it's it's you know, 2012 was hard to. Not list as a as a as a highlight. Um, I think I'm just. I look back on my career and I'm fortunate for the relationships and the people that I got to play alongside. You know, I think back now and to think you know played with Adam Goods and Michael O'Loughlin and you know Brett Kirk and just just really good people. So um, and that's helped me transition into life post football too. So that, that that's probably that's probably what I look back on as as highlights. Um, because at some point, Chief, it does it does end, and you've got a whole life in front of you. So, um, yeah, I'm enjoying the next chapter, and I guess a lot more low life, low life. Jeez. Um, sat next to some pretty smelly individuals um, on the team flight. <laughs> on the team flight, you know, and and actually, one of your. Previous representatives, Nick Smith, was probably one of them. Yes. <laughs> um, Callum Mills, you know, I sat next to him for, for a few years and I don't think he knew what toothpaste was. So <laughs> I think uh, um, my, inter- my thoughts on that is you would have had, you would have been in the middle. Callum Mills would have had the breath on your left and on your <laughs> right, you would have had uh, Nick Smith's nose hairs just getting in the way <laughs> while you're trying to read the paper on the plane. <laughs> well, yeah, well, it was funny because for years, Nick and I would sit next to each other, and um, I was I was studying. He was studying, but he was studying Spanish because his his wife's Spanish, so he'd always be talking in Spanish. So I'd cop his breath and Spanish lingo, which was very ordinary. Um, and then you know, Callum Mills is just just a shocker, full stop. So yeah, there was, there, there's a couple of yeah. Just, Not uh, great memories. Uh, just on team flights, I used to love it when you and me would sit there and we'd watch uh, Dan Hanbury really intensely reading the the, uh, the financial <laughs> review, and he just used to, with the intense look on his face, looking at his all all of his investments. He was just yeah, looking at all the red. That's what he was looking at. All, all the losses he was making. It was either that or he had his phone in his face and he was checking out the latest Snapchat filter. That was that was him to a T. Mate, I've a couple more questions for you. Uh, which is a, uh, which player would you not want to share a room with while you've been travelling? Um, I reckon I might know the answer to this one because we just spoke about him. Oh. Uh, yeah, it's good. Well, I've given Nick Smith a bit of a baggie, haven't I? Yeah. Um, <laughs> and you and me went to uh, Byron Bay with Hannah's. And I don't think we'll be uh, sharing a room with him nah, ever again. No, nah, to be fair, it, w- it would be Hannah's. I, you know, <laughs> when when it's um, when you go away, it, it's intense, and you just want a sanctuary. So to, to to pair up in a room with him, it's just nonstop. Like I, I, I couldn't I couldn't relax if I was ever stuck in a room with him. So by far, Dan Hannah. 
Kizza, uh, final question from us. Uh, what's the one thing you miss about playing football and the one thing you definitely don't? Mate, I miss this. This is... Podcast? First time... So, <laughs> not the podcast. I, I, I've heard the podcast is struggling. That's why you're giving me a call. Oh, exactly. Um, right. No, no, no. You're doing okay. Um, no, I miss, I, I miss the, the relationships with players that... The first time a, a, a past teammates called me up, mate. So, look, I appreciate that. Um, I have the, heard that. I, I, I have actually heard that, that when you stop and you retire, the phone stops ringing. <laughs> Everyone forgets about you pretty quickly, mate. <laughs> and what about what you uh, don't miss? Uh, well, put it this way. I, I, went for a, I went for a very slow jog yesterday, a f- 5K run, which is the most I've run in a, in a long time. And, mate, I reckon Johnny Payne would have beaten me. So... <laughs> For those that are out there that don't know, Joan Payne is our, uh, our very much-loved team manager and he's uh, going through a bit of a rough trot at the moment, so um, shout-out to Payne. But Kizza... Yeah, we love Payne. Kizza, you've been an absolute rock star, mate. Thanks for answering the call. And, uh, mate, keep counting your dollars uh, there at KPMG. Oh, thanks, mate. Let me go back to my, my real job. I appreciate it. That was Kieran Jack, an absolute legend of the footy club and all-round good guy. Uh, That's all I've got time for on this week's episode. Looking forward to chatting to you all next week on Conversations with Cal. Enjoy your time and catch you later. Just before we go, if you've listened up until now, then you're clearly a Swans fan. So a quick question for you. Have you signed up as a member for 2021? We would love to have you on board and a part of the team. For details and membership options, visit membership.sydneyswans.com.au. Thanks for listening to another episode of Conversations with Cal, the official podcast of the Sydney Swans. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to rate, review and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts.